All it's right. Be awful. This is the pilot episode of our show. We don't have a name for it yet. We I do am not. I am Umul. I was flirting. I was flirting with the idea of Dave and Umul talk about video games. Yes, but, uh... that, that's not really all that uh, creative. But let's go with that for now. No, no, no. It's not creative at all. But it is to the point. It is to the point. You are you are correct, sir. So, Dave, tell us who you are, uh, and then I will uh, introduce myself. Okay, well, uh, my name's Dave. Uh, I, I live in Chicago. I am a designer by profession, but in my free time, I enjoy playing video games, as you know. Yes, I do know. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm looking at your message that you're sending me right now. Well, your so, mic is moving, and you know we're this is our first show. It's our pilot episode. We're pretty ghetto, I, and so we're using I, I, iPhone I, headphones. <laughs> well, and we're doing I'm our best. Using, well, well, you know, I, I'm actually using a PlayStation microphone. Oh, you know, so that's your problem. I'm keeping, I'm keeping it in you know line with you know video games. So. Yeah, but you know that that microphone sucks ass. Well, it's better than the Apple ones, right? I I disagree. I, I highly disagree. You think Apple <laughs> is going to get this right or Sony? I mean, let's let's be honest now. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably right. But you know, I I've, I talk over the phone all the time with this. It's a good option. Okay. Uh, and 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 it seems to work out well. Fine, we're just going to go with it. So Dave's introduced himself. It. My name is Amol. I live in San Francisco. At the moment, I'm in Chicago. Uh, I am a lifelong gamer. I work in tech and startups, obviously living in San Francisco. Um, and I guess I'll, you know, I'll kick this off. The reason that we're doing this show is that, you know, we, we love games, right? But who doesn't? But we've been fans. We, we do. We, we've been fans of gaming forever. And our friendship, if we didn't have gaming, I actually don't know if we would be friends. That's why I know that's pretty harsh. But I'm probably <laughs> without, right. That without games, that we would not be friends. It's true, all. right? So you're saying without it, you you would you would you would not like me as a person. No, I'm just saying we would have never <laughs> had anything to talk about. It's true. I I don't think that's true. Well, but let's, let's, but, let's but let's but let's go on that premise that, that you, that's the only thing that we have in common. It's not the only thing, but it is how we connected. So. You know, we're gonna we're doing this show. This is our first pilot episode, and we're gonna talk about what we love. We're gonna talk about games, and each show will have its own topic, and we'll we'll get into what today's topic is. But before that, you know, we want to give our you know one or two listeners out there uh, some context as AKA to how we know each wife. other. Your wife, one or two of your <laughs> friends, maybe my brother. You know, we'll we'll see how this thing goes. Um, and so, Dave, how do we how do we know each other? How did we meet? So we actually met in high school. We were on the bus. And, actually, Dave, you're, uh, you're, it's all wrong. That's all wrong. We ne- we we didn't meet on the bus. You're, you're saying it wasn't a, well. We've met before. We had met before, but we had we didn't know each other. Well, we had met at a buddy's sleepover party. I think. Oh, when we about when, that. when we were probably like in seventh grade. So uh, you know what? L- let me start this story. So we were. I was in seventh grade. Uh, I think I might have, I was, what, 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 how old are seven girls? And I was like 13. Um, and we were, I was at a buddy's, buddy's place. My buddy, Mike, you know, he had a couple of friends over and we were all big gamers. And I remember, you know, meeting Dave there and I'm like, ah, oh, here's this guy. He seems cool. And I think I played you in Mortal Kombat. We had the Genesis version and we put on the blood, yeah, but blood I, code. I actually, I, I actually think, wasn't that that early version of the, uh, like, 
remember Genesis had like a um, a weird internet thing where you oh, can. Oh like, yes, we should actually we should do a ta- we should do a show just on that. By the way, too. <laughs> that was bizarre. I don't Sega channel. I, I, I complete Sega channel. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Everything's crazy. That was actually really amazing at the time, and I don't know how it Mike was had really one. ahead of its time. Like it was really yeah. ahead of its time. It was basically I don't digital think I get enough credit for being ahead of its time. Yeah, actually, now I think about it. it was like the first digital on-demand gaming service. Holy shit! Yes. You just blew my mind. It was ahead of its time. <laughs> so oh, okay, let me go on with a story. We will get Sega back to was Sega on Channel. Top of it, man. Sega was on top of it. I love Sega, but let's let's continue the story. So I had met Dave at this party or the sleepover. Right, we were all playing games, and for probably two years, I never talk or saw Dave again. Um, fast this is, forward. This is, this is true. Fast forward to our freshman year of high school. Um, we, I went to a school, maybe about a 20 minute bus ride away. And I remember hopping onto the bus, you know, feeling kind of nervous. It was like my first day, maybe, I, I don't know, first week, whatever it was. And I saw, I saw this, this guy, Dave, and I'm like, oh, I know this guy. Let me sit next to him. Um, and yeah, I sat on you next to the bus and we started talking about games and, uh, yeah. And then I found out because, because PlayStation was the hotness. PlayStation was the hotness. This must've been probably what our freshman year. So probably like 96 or 97. Uh, yeah, it would be 96. And you basically had a PlayStation as did I, but you had like 10 games and I had one. What what game did you own? I th- I think I had the demo disc that came with PlayStation <laughs> at the time, which came with like no, yeah, no. I ha- sorry, I had the demo disc, and I had Battle Arena Toshinden, which ah. was you know Ooh, looking Toshinden. back at it, it's probably like a terrible fighting game, but for the at the time it like was incredible. Oh yeah, it was mind blowing. It was mind blowing. Uh, however, yeah, looking back, it's like frame rate was absolutely terrible. It was atrocious. The controls were awful. Uh, super flowy. Just a terrible game. It was but, terrible, but at the time it was awesome. It was awesome because you could pretty much do like fireballs in 3D. You could do 3D. You could sidestep. I think other games. Virtual Fighter was already out at that time, but I don't think there was a good. Maybe I'm wrong here. A good console port of one of those games. Um, but yeah, regardless, it, PlayStation was a monumental kind of evolution in where gaming at least console gaming was at the time and so dave and i connected over this i didn't have very many games they let me borrow descent and a couple of other games and yes, it was descent. it was awesome and then dave and i became by, buddies we bonded by the by the by the way i i hate descent dude descent? I, just, I, I just i just hate that game at the time first of all the playstation port wasn't a great port but i remember on every on DOS, that just, game every version of that game i hate T- tell me why that is. I don't know why I own that game. <laughs> well, back then, I, I found it very disorienting and confusing. I don't want to get too too much of a tangent. I just want to say I hate that game. Okay, uh, and, and and that's just that. So, so let's, let's move past it. We'll, we'll move past it. So the we kept in touch. We all we you know we all we hung out a lot. We play games, um, and we were we were also you know people were all, there was plenty of people playing kind of PC games over the internet. Um, and you and I dabbled in some online gaming, some early gaming before we, you know, had Battle.net and things like that, where we were basically doing, you know, dial up on our 144K or 28K modems or whatever they were. 28A baud modem. Oh, yeah. I, what, what was the first game you remember us playing? I, I believe it was Doom. Doom? Doom, Doom, Doom 2. Doom 2. 
a classic. You could play. There, there was no, there was no internet. I don't think there was. No, so that's that was like the worst. No, no, there was, there was, there was definitely internet. I, I had a well. No, no, that's yeah. I know. I, I like. I as I said that, I was like, that's not what I. I, I saw. I, I heard how that sounded. And it's not what I meant. So of course the internet was available, but Doom <laughs> Two for MS DOS did not have any sort of notion of matchmaking with the internet. You could either play local no, area network. There was. There was. There was no server listing. There was no server was... listing, so you could do you could do land part a uh, land style game, or you could do direct dial modem, and so that's what we you and I did, and we played Doom Two co op. I think we went through uh, like direct, yeah, direct connection, direct connection, but we played co op, and I think we played through maybe all thirty maps or whatever, however many, uh, together, right? And it was amazing at the time. Yes, it, it was. Um, it was also very tumultuous times. It was um, very tumultuous. We, times. we 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 had, we had very different music tastes, and so I remember we were doing the Doom wads, and we would uh, get the MIDI files for like so- I I would have songs that I loved in the MIDI version. Oh, I don't I don't even that, remember but, that actually. You could do that. Yeah, you didn't do that. You didn't get all the Depeche I, Mode songs. I, I, I mean, I'm Doom. I'm gonna do it now, but yeah, I didn't. I never did that before. <laughs> I had like all the Offspring songs, like Silver Chair, you know, any any like a Nirvana, like any all, any all the alternative Indian back 90s, in the '90s. Yeah, love rock. It. I, I I had a MIDI version, and I was playing. <laughs> Put that, you know, into the into the MIDI file. Impressive and, uh, modding. The the modding community existed back in the day. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, you know, you just get on the sites, and then you know, every it was just standard MIDI files, and so you could get anything and just throw it in there and name it as the, uh, you know, just create kind of a playlist. It was crazy. And so, what? Back to what you're getting to. It was a tumultuous time. You know, we're always been good friends. We've we've always we'd agreed on a lot of things. We also disagree quite a bit, even to this day, which is good, which is fine. You know, it starts it keeps, a keeps uh, interesting. If we, we like the same things all the time. Yeah, yeah, and so I was always a huge fan of Depeche Mode, which, which funny is, is kind of you're. I wouldn't say you're not a huge fan, but I think now you see the beauty. You like Depeche Mode, which is this. I I enjoy I enjoyed Depeche. you you enjoy Depeche Mode, which well, is they're, great. They're a, they're, they're a fine band. You fucking hated Depeche Mode when we were kids, <laughs> and you <laughs> definitely let me know at any, any chance you had. Any chance you had, yeah. you basically were was shell over it. So at one point, you know, <laughs> we didn't have voice chat when we were playing Doom Doom Two on our on our modems, and so we had text chat. And Dave started egging me on over text or voice or you know te- messaging me in chat about 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 how, about how Metallica is better than Depeche Mode. Milk Metallica is a, a classic. Uh, back at that now, and that's absolutely incorrect. Metallica, it's wrong. They were good. Uh, well, they suck now, but they they were good at the time. They were, and, and so you egged me on. And in and back in the day, I don't even know if was there an option to turn off friendly fire in Doom Two in multiplayer. I don't think so. And so I you, I, I killed you, and you got pissed, and then you killed me, I and then we spent the next twenty curious. minutes. Just, you spent <laughs> the next twenty minutes killing so each other. Angry. It was just no fuck you. Oh, and we were and we were pretty basically big nerds, right? That 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 it got to that. Uh, yeah, that that's. We were yeah, also I, fifteen I, I, years I, I, old. I however, back old we're being uh, shamed, like, uh, shamed. It's 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 a shameful time of my life. I don't want to like 
Okay, so I'm glad we're talking about it now. This this all makes sense. So okay, let, let's fast forward more. So Dave and I were you know, good friends in high school. You know, we both went to different colleges. Obviously, we we, we mm-hmm. both grew up in the Chicago mm-hmm. Burbs um, and went to different colleges. But we always, you know, we always kept in touch, um, mainly the through gaming. For the through the most part, there were years where we didn't. Um, but we've always kept in touch. Basically, any new big multiplayer game that comes out that is. I could, I could always be assured that you would be picking it up as well. Right. And, and so could, uh, we, in when that. I lived in Denver, I don't remember if you were in Chicago or in Florida at the time. We I was in Springfield, Illinois. Springfield, Illinois. I had Halo, we had both gotten Halo 2 and we played it on Xbox Live every single day. Um, well, pretty much, uh, right? Where was it? Was it Halo 3 at that I, time? Halo I, 2 was in college. No, when we were in my, my first year in Denver in 2005, we were playing Halo 2 on Xbox Live. Promise you. Okay. And it was awesome. Uh, and then we, you know, we, we went back and forth. We played Gears, De- you know, Gears more recently, Destiny, uh, and a bunch of other games. Um, and you know, there was a time also, and this kind of goes into our segue of what today's podcast is all about. Uh, mm. is is what what we played probably around two years ago. I had uh, just left my job, which is funny because I am in the same place right now with a new <laughs> job where I just left. Uh, I'm seeing a pattern here. Um, where I was on the East Coast because uh, my uh, fiance, now wife at the time, was you know worked on the East Coast, and I was living on the West Coast. We were doing long distance. That's right. That was in, that was in Washington D.C. Washington right? D.C. And I had a PlayStation Vita. Um, and you know, obviously at my, my, my wife's place over uh, on the East coast, you know, we didn't have a con- there was no console there. I didn't pack up my PS4 or any of that, any, any of that. And so, you know, I was looking to play something with Dave that was multiplayer and we didn't really have an option because Dave didn't have a PS Vita. I did. And so we were looking for options and we realized that a game that we both enjoyed Spelunky, um, it doesn't, it didn't have online multiplayer, but it had a daily challenge mode. Uh, which we'll get into in more detail. And so, you know, out of fun and because I like to bet and gamble over games, I don't do it very often, but I do enjoy it. We decided to do a daily challenge bet um, where we'd compete with each other on a daily basis, best of seven, right? So seven different attempts. Right. Uh, we, we'd, we'd go through, we, we'd, we'd each do our run and then we'd tell you or we would tell you the score for you and then uh you know whoever had the highest score that day would win and we'd do this best of seven and so we we would do it every day and obviously it wasn't you know synchronous real-time multiplayer it was essentially asynchronous kind of leaderboard style challenges and it was and we i think we did like a ten dollar bet right we didn't we, we didn't really care about making money off this it was just yeah kind i think of a it was fun... a, a ten dollar psn card or something right and so we're doing that again we just started this our, we should we should be doing this at least like once a month um but we're doing it again am, for the second time and, and you're up two and oh and i hate you and i'm gonna get you back i hope tonight you, you've made some really shitty runs man i know i know so so let's so let's do this um let's get into today's topic which is spelunky um Spelunky. Now that that'd be surprising because Spelunky's been out for a while. It's been out for it, quite a long time. It has. Um, Actually, it's how long has it been out for? Uh, off the top of my head, like we have done zero research for this podcast. Uh we we're going based on our knowledge. Um I'd say the HD version is probably like four years old. 
And I'd say the regular version was probably out for about two years before that. So it was probably like a six-year-old game, at least. And so what? And so what's now, if anybody's the... actually listening to this, and they're gonna be like, "You're Pokemon," but that's fine. That, uh, that, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. You know, our our fans can hate on us. It's all good. We we we, we are going to be wrong a lot. Yeah, we're going to be wrong a lot. We're not like you know, we're not the video game historians. We are two French shooting the shit um, about a game that we really like and that we think you know. Obviously, the the the, the gaming kind of the mainstream media has enjoyed, and we think it's a fun game to talk about. Um, so yeah, so, mm-hmm. so, so and so, but what was the? There was an original Spelunky, which is not the game that we're talking about, which was a freeware game. I think that's the yeah, game you that actually, you referenced. You, you can get it free on your browser right now. You can look for it. There's an HTML5 version uh, that you can play. Uh, I think it's on the Chrome Store. You can you can just download it and play it. It's on the Chrome Store, really. I did not yes. know that. All right, I am going to check that out <laughs> after go we, do that we immediately because you will probably own every version that exists of this game. Yes. And so after that version had come, I think it was, you know, it was made um, by, I think, one person um, with some fairly kind of simplistic, I would say kind of NES 8-bit style graphics uh, and to some success. And then I guess, you know, the the original creator kind of teamed up with a couple of folks. And again, I could totally be wrong here uh, and decided to make kind of an HD remix for Xbox Live Arcade, um, which launched in 2012. So, Dave, tell us about what what is Spelunky HD. I mean, what is the game? What is it about? What does it play like? Uh, so broadly, it is the best game that has ever made. Uh, it, <laughs> that's that's a huge it, claim. I still do. I mean, look, I love Spelunky, but that is a huge claim. But I'm gonna. I'm, I'm okay, sorry for it's, interrupting. It's, it's, please, it's please continue. Not, it's not the best game ever, but it is. But you just said it was. It, that's okay. Is, you can have your opinion. You know what? I, I yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna say it's the best game. That okay, ever. that's perfectly fine. Please, co- and, please, and, please and, continue. And, and, and the reason being, so Spelunky is a uh, procedurally generated game, meaning that uh, it's every time you play it, the game is different. Um, there's a different layout uh, of all the levels. I mean, you go through the same kind of progression of like you, there's four areas and there's four, four levels in each area until you get to an end boss. And I guess the end boss is the only thing that kind of makes every that's the same, right? right? Like that level is always pretty much identical except for some, you know, randomly generated enemy placements and things. Right. Um, so yeah, you, you start off like in a base level. You, when you it's kind of like a like a Mario style 2D platformer where but the the whole crux of the game is it's insanely difficult uh and there's permadeath you you, you die and then you have to start over every time so you have to be very careful it, it's it's it, I don't know. There's just stakes in every in every game that you play right. because you you can have you can be having the greatest run ever and then you fall on spikes and it's over it's done right which is basically no, a one hit kill you do have life which are hearts right and you can get hit by enemy right. and certain things that happen and you can still live but you could you know drop down a pit and die or as you said you could fall down spikes and your amazing or, run you were just having is completely fucked and it's over right right so there was so there was one run where i had 12 life i was killing it you know i was doing so good and then I, uh, it was in the caves, and I, I ran into a yeti, and then he, I got into a loop where the yeti just threw me against the wall, like over yes. and over and over again. That's yes, that is the worst. But is all. <laughs> but it, but what's funny? Watch as I got smashed over and over again. 
What's um, funny <laughs> about the game being really, really difficult, and we've talked about this, is that at the same time, it's extremely fair. Oh, super fair. It's super like, fair. If you, if, if, you, if you die, it is because you screwed up. And and that's what makes it so brilliant. Is like I never do I really feel that the game screwed me. I I, I feel I mean I, there's certain things that you know are hard to avoid, but it, if you're good enough, you can avoid it um, at at every turn. I mean it's just yeah, it, it's it's insanely fair. And so the the and and to to kind of touch on obviously yes it's insanely fair I I, mean, I think we've all played other games right where we've maybe kind of tried a, a a certain difficulty level and it just feels like the AI is just cheaping you uh, cheaping you out or it, it just does feels unfair it's too hard it's reading right, your where, where, where things can't be avoided like yes things can't be avoided you're, you're, you're gonna, like this is going to get fun. shot in the face it's yeah just and so and so Spelunky is just really really difficult obviously. Because it's procedurally generated, you will get certain. I, I would do. I, I will say, I get in certain areas where I'm like, this seems much harder, or I'm in a certain kind of area where there's a lot of big spiders or whatever it is, and I'm like, this is tough. But it, again, and to your point, it, it always feels fair. And, and you said it best, right? If you die, you always feel like, yeah, well, that was my fault. I fucked up. Right? It's not like mm-hmm. the computer fucked me over. I fucked up. You know, you probably you probably got too greedy. Uh, trying, trying to get too many things. You waited too long. Uh, you didn't manage your resources well. You didn't have the right timing. You didn't have the right uh, approach and strategy. I, there, there, there's a whole litany of reasons why. And, and like, you could feel like the game screwed you if you're in an area where you can't, where you need a bomb but you don't have one. But it was probably your fault that you probably used too many bombs. Exactly. Early on. Exactly. That, that's a that's a great point. And so let's well, kind of one of the things I do want to kind of dive into a bit more, which is. You know, this game would not work if it wasn't procedurally generated, right? Um, and so right. it would be, it would be, it would, it wouldn't be nearly as fun, right? So when we talk about, it wouldn't have any longevity whatsoever. It, yeah, it wouldn't have any longevity. And so because it's procedurally generated, every single level you do, every single run is completely different. You may notice some tiles and some things that appear to be common here and there. But in general, mm-hmm. every run is completely different in terms of placement of tiles, in terms of enemy placement, in terms of items and resources. And so that keeps the game, you know, five, keeps six years fresh. later, fresh, right? And so that's the reason that you and I have been playing this game for many, many years. And we can still do this daily challenge and have a fun time because it's completely fresh every time. And so um, that's, I think, what makes it most special. I wish that if I could... You know, I could understand. I'm not a computer engineer by any means, but it seems to be really complicated. But it, to, to kind of build something like that, but I think that's the, that's really the beauty of the title. And without that, it would not have the longevity that it does it. It would not be the game that it is. There's, there's just a certain charm to it. I mean, it's not overproduced. It's not underproduced. It's just this tight little game that's obvious. It was obviously a passion project by the creator. Uh, which there is a book the creator wrote about the game and about how he made the game, and I have not read it yet. You think I probably should have read it, you know, in preparation for doing this, but <laughs> I didn't want to be overly biased or anything or have too much information when talking about it, just because I, I, I you know, I just love the game so much that I don't want to, you know, overdo it. Uh, I just want to talk about kind of the game in the raw and my experience with it as opposed to, you know, whatever the creator's experience with, with it was. Um, yeah and so 
And yes, I, I've I've heard really good things about the book. I think the book um, is fifteen bucks. Um, I did look at I did look it up. I think the digital version on Kindle is five bucks though, and so I may pick that up for my flight back to SF uh, because I think be it'll good, be a good, good read. Light reading. Um, mm-hmm. But so uh, let's let's uh, let's actually get into kind of a, a bit more in depth about kind of the structure and the mechanics, and so. Um, you're essentially, you're essentially a little, and I didn't realize this was a real word. Apparently a spelunker <laughs> is it's a cave, cave diver. It's a cave diver and it is a real word and you can find it in a dictionary, which I was completely unaware of. So you play this little what, guy. What, he looks like, I, I'm, so I I'm just, uh, what did you think it meant? What? Yeah, this kind of, I thought it was a made of word. Spelunky. It it's like, spelunker. You didn't know what this was. I yeah. Mean, Okay, let me ask you this. Do you think, his, conversation, name, do you think his name was Spelunker? Like, I don't know. Spelunky. I mean, I, I just figured that when have I ever used the term or and you in any of our conversations in years and years of friendship, have we ever used the word Spelunker? I never used it. I've never heard it before. Like I went to a cave. I was a Spelunker. Yeah, exactly. Because you do that every day. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I didn't know that it was a word. So anyways, you play this little kind of Indian. You play a Spelunker. But he kind of looks kind of. By the way, there there is definitely some Indiana Jones kind of vibe. Oh, there's, oh, oh, there's a lot sense, of that, right? Right, where you're like this little, you know, you're wearing a hat. Your character's main uh, weapon is a whip, right? And so, mm-hmm. um, you basically, as as you mentioned, uh, there's kind of four main areas, and then you essentially get to this boss Olmec at the very bottom, uh, but. Along the way, there's a lot of really interesting, unique things. Um, the first is that you know the game obviously rewards you for well, maybe rewards the wrong word, but the high, the high score and the kind of challenges in collecting gold. Uh, right. you're, is, you're you're finding treasure throughout. This you're, you're, you're finding treasure thing. exactly. You're finding treasure, uh, and that's really what kind of the the daily challenges and all the high scores are about. Except that you know the treasure that you find is also a currency that you use in the game mm-hmm. to purchase items so, right it's another risk reward mechanic do you do you buy something that might help you and then also reduce your score and so there is uh to that point right there are kind of shop shopkeepers or whatever they're called that are mm-hmm. uh sporadically interspersed through the various uh, parts of the game that you can purchase items from um such as dave I just, what are... I just can't i just can't imagine the shopkeeper like he he lives in a cave, uh, and and he's just hoping somebody wanders by and buys his wares. That uh, he can't is very much money. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess since he probably gets <laughs> one one customer um, in his lifetime, per- probably not. Um, well, and then what does he do with that money? Keeps dying and keeps coming through and spending money. So maybe he's actually doing doing really well. Maybe. Maybe, but we don't. We we don't. We will. Ne- we'll never know unless we talk to I'd, I'd, the creator I'd really of like to, I'd, I'd I'd like to get a look at his books and you know <laughs> see whether he's he's in the red or if he's in the black. I I don't know. I I'm not going to get into the finer points of finance. But what are some of the um, items the that the shopkeeper sells, as well <laughs> as the items that you can collect? In some of these items, obviously, you can collect if you're lucky. Um, in, in general, but what are some of the items? So the items you you have your your standard 
you get four bottoms and you get four ropes. Yeah. So rope is kind of like a like a grappling hook of sorts that lets you kind of because uh, as as you as you play the game, you move. You're always moving down. Right. You start at the top and you very uh, like bombs are like gold, right? Like you you like you need those things. Like you can you can get so much more if you have bombs. I, I buy bombs all the time. So if you have so the shopkeeper can sell a pack of three bombs or a pack of twelve. And if you get the twelve, that's amazing because especially early on because it gets uh, more expensive like the later in the game you get. So if you can like load up on bombs early, that's like totally what you want to do. Um, other items you could buy, you could buy like a machete or a shotgun or uh, you know that that can kind of help you. But the thing is, you can only you can only pick up one weapon at a time. Right. So if you have a uh, shotgun, you got to lug that thing around. And if you and if you want to like pick up a damsel which we haven't talked about the damsels yet oh yeah it's um, the damsels <laughs> yeah the damsels those damn damsels uh <laughs> you can only we'll get into that later but uh yeah you can get a jet pack uh if you have enough money usually that's a very expensive item but there, there's all sorts of just wacky little things you can buy at the shops uh Yes, and and I think the, the the really cool thing too is that I feel like obviously yeah and and yes thank you for bringing up that you in fact start with these bomb the, the bombs and then you I think you you know you mentioned kind of the ropes which are like a kind of a grappling hook right except you can just really attach them actually you, you don't, don't even need you don't, you don't even to need to attach them anything. right you can just, just basically be in a completely vertical space with them around you and throw one and it just pops up there and it basically creates a rope for you to climb up right. Um, right. But you get. But what I like about the game too is some of these items are they're they feel so good to get because they're not easy to get, and they also can change gameplay in significant ways, right? And so, like mm-hmm. like we were talking about when you're with the spelunker, you just have your kind of whip, which is a, essentially a, a melee item, and it's fine, but it's not super strong. But then you can get the shotgun, which completely changes the game, <laughs> right? It basically gives you a ranged weapon. And it just annihilates everything. It just annihilates everything. And it's awesome. It also has some kickback, so it pushes your spelunker back. And so I've that is also kind of this kind of risk reward <laughs> mechanic, right? Where it's like, oh, I'm gonna kill this enemy, but I sometimes I'll forget and I'll get knocked back and I'll fall, you know, on some spikes. And so right. that that's one of them. That's also and 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 then there's a jetpack, right? Which basically sounds exactly like what it is, which allows you to kind of which, which is like an ultimate cheat. Like if you come across a jetpack randomly, like you're, you'll probably make it to the end of the game. There's just like nothing that can stop. Not necessarily, obviously. Yeah, not necessarily, but it you have your your chances are significantly increased because you don't even need ropes anymore. Like, you could just get around anywhere. That's true. You, um, you don't have to worry about falling down pits. It's 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 awesome yeah. though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know it changes yeah. the game, but it's it's part of the game. It's no, fair. it's part of the game, and it's you don't get one every run. Like I get jetpack maybe once every like twenty runs, you know. And and it's, and it's not it's not very often. And then I think one of the coolest items that that changes completely turns the game upside down and has I think it's a big part if you've kind of you know. The, and by the way, there's also a a fairly large kind of speed running community around Spelunky, right? Yes, those people uh, are insane. They're insane. They're they're incredible. Um, but basically, the this item that you can get is a essentially a teleporter. Um, and <laughs> I would try to explain how it works, but I'll probably do a really shitty job. So, Dave, can you tell our no amazing? Well, I can't because I because I I can't tell anything about the teleporter because I don't use it. I, I used it 
once. You use it a couple I, of times for shit. A couple and of times, and every time I teleport myself into a wall and I die. Right. Uh, and, and so. I, I, Wait, so so the way that it works, right, is that you basically, it's an item you carry, it's one of those, it, it basically is a single item, so you can't carry anything else, uh, and it allows you to kind of move from, I think if you kind of hold a direction on the D-pad and press square, which is kind of your action button, or your attack button, it basically teleports you to another spot. Um, however, to, right. to your point, um, if you don't, and I, and I don't know actually how many towels it moves you over, or whether that is a variable or kind of a fixed number, but if you incorrectly Wait, you, teleport, you learned how to use it somewhat efficiently, right? Well, sorry, say that again. You you learned how to use it efficiently. No, right? no, 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 no. I think maybe you saw Not one run, one run I had where I got really, really lucky, um, which was awesome. Okay. But no, I, I don't know how to use it efficiently. I haven't used it in a long time. But essentially, to your point, if you um, incorrectly teleport yourself into a you know a, a place where there's kind of a block or a mine, you automatically die. And so most people will get the teleporter. We'll kind of play around with it, and then we'll kill themselves by teleporting themselves into a block, um, and then this, never use it again. Or if you're like me, use it <laughs> use it periodically, but yes, never use it again. <laughs> However, the speedrunners of this game have basically, you know, and I don't know what the the latest. So, the so they, they, are. they've they've mastered that thing, right? They've mastered that thing. They basically. Um, we'll keep kind of doing these runs. Uh, you know, they'll they'll keep restarting until they find the teleporter at the shopkeeper. You know, early on in the game, and at that point, they will take the teleporter and just kind of teleport through the end of the level each time as fast as they possibly can and finish the game. And so, I think the world record. And again, we're not historians, and we didn't do our research, so we're sorry. I think it's around like two minutes to finish the entire game. Now, somebody could see hear that and be like, well, why would I play a game to be two minutes? <laughs> well, it, it, like I said, it's, it's different every time. So it's, it's different you're, probably, time. You're, you're probably not going to finish it in two minutes. And even if you do, you're probably going to want to play it again. <laughs> yes, exactly. You, you will want to play it again. Uh, and, and yeah, and so this is, this is what I love about the, the kind of these main items in the game. They, they kind of... You know they alter the gay the, the 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 mechanics in such a big way, and so they make it really fun. So every time you run across, it's it's not it, you can get the shotgun fairly often. For example, right? You can. It's not that hard, sure. but every time you get it, it makes it's it not really a, it's not really a rare. Fun. Yeah, it makes it really really fun, uh, and that's one of the things I love about the game. And that's also another reason why every run is different, right? I may get a, a jetpack, or I may get the shotgun at this different time, and it. Once I've got it, it changes the way I perceive the game and what my game plan yeah, it, might I mean, be it for change, the rest change, of the game. Right, it, change, it changes how you play. It. It's, your, your strategy is going to be different depending on what items you have. Right, and 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 then as you said, again, you can spend the you can spend the money, or you may want the high score. So you say, look, I'm not going to spend it now. But in general, if you come across some of these like really great items, it's probably a good idea to spend, unless again you're going okay, for a so, crazy high score. So there, there's items I buy every time uh, if if I come across it. Uh, one is the spike shoes because those become uh, in the third area, which is a ice cave. Uh, it's very slippery if you do not have spike shoes. So anytime I come across them, uh, I always buy them. Um, I typically will buy the spring shoes, which lets you kind of double your jump height. Um, it, it comes in handy. Uh, it gets you out of a lot of sticky spots. So I, I, tried, I tried to buy that every time. Um, 
And anytime there's any kind of like big bomb packs, I, I always buy those. Other than that, I don't usually buy a lot. I, I, I try to, you know, go very minimal and uh, just see what I find. Um, and, and speaking of this, this topic, there is also a riskier option when it comes to getting items. Do you know kind of what I'm getting into? I, I think I do know what you're getting into, and you're you're talking about making somebody very very angry. Yes, so you can you can make the shopkeeper angry, and you can also kill him, which adds a whole other kind of new dimension and depth to the to to the game and to the mechanics, right? Uh, and so that's another option. You can essentially um, attack the shopkeeper if you'd like, um, except when you do and that, he is wielding it. a shotgun. That same that very same shotgun, and so. And if he you, goes into a murderous rage. He goes into a murderous rage where he's just basically <laughs> running all over the level. And kind of, he will he will call of, you a terrorist, and then he will hunt you down. And a, and a ton of shotgun blasts. And so, if you mess up, you are basically dead. But if you've there is a couple of different methods I've seen. And if you look on YouTube, you'll see a bunch of very specific methods to killing the shopkeeper. Um, but but yeah, there if if you if you mess up, if you fuck up, you are dead. Uh, and so there again, risk, the high risk, high reward. But if you do kill him, not only do you get some gold from him, you get his shotgun, you then can steal uh, and take all of the items that he's selling. So I think every shopkeeper has four different items that they're selling. And so that could be I mean, a free jetpack, a free teleporter, a free And especially if you're in the and... black market, that's uh, yes. a real... But but what but what's the but the risk also right is not only does does not only does the shopkeeper go after you I believe that if you upset the shopkeeper um, the shop the shopkeepers in the following levels will always be at that level's exit. Yes. So the next couple of they, levels, they, 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 there will be a wanted poster up in all the shops, uh, and if you wander even close to the shops, they will instantly go into murderous rage mode. And uh, try to just destroy your life. Exactly, and that kind of is. You, you mentioned the black market. That gets us on our next topic. I'm not even sure if these are great segues or not, but fuck it. No, um, they're probably absolutely terrible segues, but that, that's fine. Um, um, but, 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 but let's talk about just the insane amount of secrets yes. that are in this game. Yes, let's, uh, let's talk just, about those. Just the esoteric weirdness uh that's the one thing i absolutely adore about this game uh is that it's not straightforward like there's a whole bunch of secret areas there's a whole bunch of secret items that you can that you can get and there's whole sorts of like weird processes to like get some of these to happen i mean it's absolutely insane like uh if, if let's just say like getting to the city of gold uh so I'll sound like an insane crazy person about the steps you have to do to get that. <laughs> so like first you have to find the, in the caves, you have to find the key and then you take the key to the treasure chest and you have to get the, what is it? The eye of as, as kismet or something like that. Sure. Uh, and you use the eye so you can get to the black market, uh, which is in the second area in the forest, uh, which is in the secret thing. Then the, the eye kind of leads you to it by emanating a noise. <laughs> you do sound uh, crazy by the way. <laughs> yes and then you go into the black market and you have to buy the, and, you, and you buy the ankh and now if you're if you have the ankh then you go to the cave level where the cave level where it has the giant head and if once you get at that giant head you have to kill yourself so that you resurrect inside the giant head and you get the headdress and then you get the headdress then you have to kill osiris in the in the ancient tombs and once you kill osiris then you get the, his um staff and then the staff lets you get to the city of gold <laughs> 
I'm sorry. That, that was actually pretty good, Dave. Uh, I'm impressed because if you had asked me to do that, I would like have totally messed up the steps. But that it's, was pretty it's good. It's batshit crazy. And and, 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 every, and what's and what's every the purpose of getting to the city of gold? What's the purpose of getting to the city of gold? So, well, the city of gold obviously has the book of the dead, and the book of the dead lets you go to hell. But it also, <laughs> but also the the other, which is like kind of the the I think it's like it's considered like the actual real end boss of the game. So. If you go down the standard path outside of the City of Gold, right, you get you fight Olmec. Well, also, one, one more note about the City of Gold is that it's actually literally every block is made of gold. So if you have a ton of bombs, you can just blow up the entire level and you like just get super rich. So the people that are doing like the crazy high score, high you know gold treasure runs are basically making sure that they get to the City of Gold because they can just go crazy and get a lot of cash, a lot of treasure, right? Um, and then, and as you said, right, I've actually, I've been playing this game for years. I've actually never gotten to hell. I've never gotten to that area. Me neither. I've, I've, it, it seems crazy that we've played as much as we have played. And people are built, we maybe, maybe, we're just, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we're just terrible. Maybe we, may, maybe we do suck and that's okay. <laughs> there's, there's no saying that, you know, you in order to enjoy a game, they have to be really, really, really good at it. And I'd say I'm, I'm pretty decent at it. I mean, I, 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 I just I just enjoy it. I just have fun with it. You know, I don't want to make it like a chore right. to like play the game. Right. You know, I, I want to just go through. I want to you know drink my coffee and, and play the game <laughs> you know, as I do, and just just enjoy uh, what what the game offers. And I, I you know I don't I don't enjoy making uh, or being like uh, obsessive compulsive over grabbing like every little thing or you know trying chasing a high score like. You not know, like try, not like me, try, right? I don't do, I don't do that in this game, but I think I have mad OCD, and I think you I, you have some of those tendencies. That's, yes. that's definitely for sure. But but um, but I think that's what kind of the beauty of the game is, right? You can kind of play the game at a very kind of basic bare bones level, and it's still really enjoyable. Or you can go that route, and it's actually now that I think about it, it's, it's one thing that's very unique about this game. And somehow I'm 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 not going to go on this tangent, but I'm just going to mention it. You know, you know, because you know I love fighting games, right? Where like fighting mm-hmm. games is like you either if you suck, you are going to have a terrible time, and you're not going to have any fun. And if you're really good, which, which is why I, which years, is why I do not play fighting games, which but. is why you do not play fighting games. And we were going to have another show about that because I love to talk about fighting games, as I know you do too, because you hate them. Um, but but yeah. that's but that's what makes Spelunky really unique, I think, is that. You can go crazy in depth and have a blast, or you can be play the game in such a bare bones way and make it just to you know. I think the first time I played, the first couple of months I played the game, I never got out of the mines. I was that bad, and I still had a good time. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I did. I don't think I did either. Like, and, I'm and, like, man, and 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 that rush you feel like the first time, like you kind of like you start figuring out the game. Like, uh, you it's know, like, it's, you like the dark, like, it's like the dark, it's like the dark souls thing. I think, right. When you like, you like, Oh, I've done, beat this. I've tried been fighting this. Oh, boss it's, this it's area. very much like dark souls in that regard. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you, you're fighting this boss a 30 times. You never can, you just can't beat him. And then you do. And you feel like it's like the most elation, like the best feeling in gaming. And I think Spelunky gives you a similar thing as you get farther, as you unlock more secrets. Oh, yeah, it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a total high, man. Like I, when, when I first started playing and I first started getting good and thinking like, oh my God, I made it to the caves. That was amazing. Oh, I got I to gotta, I gotta start <laughs> over again and I got to do this again. And I, and I remember feeling that like when I first started playing the game and I was like so addicted to it. And it, it's just, it feels like a distant memory at this time because, you know, it, I, I, I know the game like, inside and out. Um, but at that time, you, you know, everything's a discovery. And then, like, learning about the City of Gold, like, just blew my mind. I'm like, I have to do that. 
uh, that sounds absolutely crazy. And then I made it there. And I'm like, oh, that was like, I, I think I died like immediately when I got there. But I, but I felt so good actually doing it. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if you can't tell our two, again, our, our one or two listeners out there, uh, this game is it is amazing. Uh, I don't know for me personally if it's the best game ever. But if you say it is, if other people, uh, other gamers out there, they believe that it's their favorite game ever, more power to them. I think that this is one of the coolest titles that has come out in the last 20 years in gaming. Uh, I'd, li- I'd like to say it's underrated, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, I really I, don't know how it's rated. Like, I, I, I actually I think it's, I, I don't know. I think it's rated quite high. Uh, I would say that the community is, well, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't want to think the that community it's, is, that it's, the community is passionate. It's very, that. very uh, passionate. It's probably small. It probably wasn't, you know, it wasn't, this isn't a call of duty that sold 5 million copies on, on day one. Um, but it's, it's an indie game made by a, a very, very like small team. Dude. And, and it is amazing. If you have not played this game, you owe it to yourself to play this game. If you care about games in, in any sense, if you have a console, if you have a PC, you have to get this game. Which brings me to my next point. It, this this launched on Xbox game Live. Made for, for gamers. It is know, a, it, that's, that's, the, that's, a, that's a great way to say it. It is a game made for gamers. So, so again, this, this game launched in, uh, for Xbox Live Arcade in 2012. But since then, it's made its way to a number of platforms. Uh, you can find it on PC, on Steam, uh, and even better, if you own um, a PlayStation 3, a 4, or a Vita, um, it is cross-buy on PlayStation Network. I'm, I'm still waiting for an iOS version. Dude, I, you, I, come I, on. I think, you, you, you know the iOS think, version will probably... First of all, I don't think that's going to happen. I think you can keep dreaming. Uh, second of all, it's just like that game where precision and tactile response hey, from a controller. I have so a controller. Important. I have a Bluetooth controller. I will take it everywhere with me. So you, so you will take your iPhone six with you, and mm-hmm. you know, be on the bus or somewhere, mm-hmm. and you're gonna break out your Bluetooth. And I will break out my Nimbus Steel, whatever it's called, controller. Yes, and I will play it. Well, I think you should find figure out how to reach out to their creator and and see what, because what I'm I will not because I will not buy a Vita, but I do want to play Spelunky on the toilet. Yes, that would well. That's that's what I do. So you're missing out. So maybe and and that's actually a really good point. I I, I have a Vita. I love it. Uh, I have a actually I do have a love hate relationship with it, but really it's my Spelunky machine um, <laughs> because that's what I I probably spent ninety five percent. And the so only the, game there are so many other things that we could talk about when it in regards to Spelunky, right? Um, but I'm but we we don't need to do that because we, we, we can we, talk we, about we, this for hours. We could probably talk about this for yes, another for on end talking about our, our favorite runs that we ever had. Like I, I I distinctly remember favorite runs. Um, there's things I'm actively trying to do in the game right now. Um, one thing I want to do is to get the go to the alien ship. And get the uh, the there's a like a space weapon. Uh, it kind of shoots as a huge kickback, but it just it, it's like kind of like a rocket launcher. You know, it's like this plasma launcher, uh, which we never talked about the whole alien spaceship that you can get into. Right, um, because because we uh, this, and that's what I'm getting at is we want to leave you know we want to leave our passionate listeners. What I do is I want to take I want to I want to grab that thing and take it to the city of gold and just go ape shit. And I and I understand that, but what I'm getting at is, you know, we could talk about this forever. There's so many different, there's so many secrets and different parts of, you know, different 
areas you can get it's, to it's, and different weapons. That I think it's worth, it's, it's worth it for everybody to kind of just explore that on their own. Yes, exactly. Know. Right. It, the, the, there's so many cool things to discover. There's actually also a really great, uh, if you search Spelunky Wiki, there's a really great wiki that has a lot of this information too, if you're curious as you purchase the game. But yeah. I, you I know, would recommend not doing that uh, you to know, start with. Yes, definitely not uh, to start with. But go after, through, get, yes. get, get to Olmec, uh, at least get there. And then and then be then then start really exploring the game. Yes, and so um, I don't know. I don't know how long we've been talking for, but my podcasting Probably software tells long. us it's been uh, f- uh, one thousand four hundred ninety six bars, whatever that means. But it's a lot of bars, man. We yeah, Spelunky. Just to kind of cl- to close it out for today's talk, Spelunky is an amazing game. Um, the fact that it was kind of made by a really small team, I think it might've been one person, maybe plus it was originally, it was originally one person. It was made in game maker of all things. Oh, game maker. Well, we'll have another, we'll have another show about that. But anyways, it's an amazing game. It's got an incredible amount of depth. It's, it, it's cheap, right? You can get it for fourteen ninety nine on Steam Worth every penny. On, on PSN. I don't know what the price is on Xbox live arcade. Uh, but it's 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 an amazing game. So if you have any buy, interest buy, buy in gaming, buy it for everything everything you own. Yes, buy it for everything you own. It is an awesome game. Uh, and I think Dave for today for our first show, not a bad one. I think it was a it was, yeah, it was uh, 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 you know did it. A, a rough start, but we did it. Uh, and I think you know if yes again if you if you're into games, go out and buy Spelunky. Uh, and yeah, I think that's all that we have for you today. Uh, you know, we will, we'll, we'll be back, uh, and, and see you next time. And so, uh, yeah, I'm Ummel and I'm out and Dave say what you will. And, uh, and, uh, go Cubs. Uh, we got the, uh, they're facing elimination in the world series right now to kind of put a, to put a date on this thing. Um, so yeah, uh, hopefully they, they can do it. All right, y'all peace.